Hello all you fantastic fathers out there. I am Dijon with No Off Season for Dads and I am here on a wonderful and beautiful, I think it's a, almost like a 70 degree day here in Maryland. Um, so it's been a fantastic, fantastic day. Uh, full of challenges, full of victories, all of that, all encompassed into one day. And so I get the opportunity to talk to you today about some of the things that I've learned from my father. Yep, my dad. Unfortunately, he passed away a couple of years ago, and uh, I still think about him all of the time. I still have remnants about him and from him in my house. Um, I still wear his wedding ring. <laughs> I sometimes wear it, and bow ties and all other things, little things that keep a fresh perspective on who he is and who he was and how he shaped me or how he helped to shape me. And so I want to talk to you about those things and hopefully you get the opportunity to reflect on how your father raised you. Let's get into it. Now, I am very, very well aware that not everyone had the greatest father. I had a really good one. I really did. I enjoyed my time with him. He made me laugh. He made me happy. He made me smile. He made me angry. He made, he made me all of the things, all of the emotions that I could possibly have. He encompassed all of that. And I know I had a good dad. I know not everyone had that same experience. But what I do know is that everyone learned something from their dad, whether he was there or whether he was not. And so I wanted to talk to you about some some of the things that I did learn from mine. And one of the things that st sticks out to me uh, more than anything is that hard work pays off. Hard work pays off. Uh, I think I've spoken about this before. Um, if, you know, growing up as a teenager, you always wanted that time to sleep in, especially on a Saturday. You wanted that time to sleep in, wake up when you wanted to, all that kind of good stuff. My dad was, ugh, he angered me when he did this. But literally around 7 o'clock in the morning, every Saturday morning, he would come into the room. Boys, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. In this big, boisterous voice of his. Wake us up. And if we didn't get up, he'd take the covers and pull them all the way off of us. And he's like, get up. And the reason he would do that is because he was trying to get us to go work. And whatever that work might have been, whether it was going to go chop wood in the winter, whether it was going to cut the grass, whatever the case might be. For his perspective, it was time to get up and work. And I understand where this came from. Uh, he grew up in a small town in South Carolina called Allendale. Really small. Um, his granddad was a sharecropper. Uh, he, I won't say he grew up in a farm, but he, he, uh, he knew how to 
do all of those farm things. He picked the cotton. He pecans falling from the tree. I don't know how you say it. Pecans, pecans, however, you know, but they were always falling from the tree. They were collecting those things, growing their own uh, fruit, uh, tending to the roosters that would wake you up in the morning, all of these different things. So he was used to getting up and working. And so he instilled that into me. I need to push it a little bit more in my own voice, <laughs> to be honest with you. But he pushed that into me. And I'll never forget that one story, not even a story, but how this worked, where he would get me up in the morning. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. I want to sleep. He was like, go cut the grass. <sighs> I get up and I go cut the grass. And after I finished ours, he said, okay, let's bring the lawnmower over across the street. And it was a, um, one of our neighbors named Mr. Howard. And I'm taking the lawnmower over to him and my dad knocks on the door and uh, he introduces me to Mr. Howard. And I, you know, I say hello and he says, sir, I need for you to cut my grass. Oh, oh OK. And he says, let me know when you're done and we'll go from there. My dad walks away. I cut Mr. Howard's grass. I'm a teenager now. I cut his grass and when I was done with everything, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, whatever. He opens up the door. He takes an inspection look and says, thank you so much, sir, and hands me a 20. Now, $20 might not sound like a lot right now, but this is 30, 35 years ago, something like that. And so for me, $20 was huge. And I was like, bet. And what he told me was, Anytime my grass gets high, come over and cut it and I'll pay you. And best believe I was over there every other week cutting this man's grass and he would pay me 20, maybe 25, sometimes 30. It was a lesson I would never forget. Hard work pays off. Another lesson that I got from my dad was that you got to know when to lead and when to follow. When to lead and when to follow. Um, again, my dad was a 6'4", 250-pound man. Whenever he walked into any room, his presence was immediately felt. And he had, again, this deep, boisterous voice that he knew how to soften and he knew how to project. He did not need a microphone. He was perfectly fine without it. And he knew how to use that to lead people. But he also figured out how to, in my perspective anyway, how to, you know, take the back seat and allow others to take the lead. And uh, I, I, I just I just remember just look instances where he would do this. And, you know, again, he was a minister. So, of course, he's out front. He's preaching to the masses. He's you know, he was out front. He was leading people. But then there were also those times where he could figure out when it was best not to be in that limelight. Um, <laughs> and how he would do that oftentimes, it, it, it was funny. But, you know, I think for me, I, I think about uh, when he was not, quote, leading uh I don't know if it was hard for him not to be in that position, 
but just to be able to see it. And then for me now to, uh, I, I can figure out now for myself how and when I need to take, you know, take the helm. And when I need to sit back and allow others to, uh, to do what they need to do or empower others to do what they can do. That's a whole lesson within itself. The last thing I wanted to talk about, and there's so many other things that I could probably mention, but just for time's sake, I'm going to keep it short. One of the other things that I learned from my dad was how to take risks. How to take risks. And I think about, um, you know, we weren't necessarily the wealthiest family. We you know, were a middle class family li- uh, living in uh, DeKalb County down in uh, Georgia. Or f- for a good portion of my life, we grew up in Decatur, where it's greater. <laughs> and he got into real estate. Small real estate, um, you know, homes, uh, apartment buildings, that kind of thing. Section eight, all of that. And he started to get into homes, starting to get some money, flip one or two here, rent out uh, apartments here and there. And it for me, I was like, man, this this takes a risk. And it looked like he was enjoying it, but he had to step out. I, I'm I'm still at that moment, that point where. Man, where do I need to step out and take a risk? And there are several things that I know I need to do and be doing. And again, that's a whole nother discussion for another time. But I know that there are things that I need to be taking a risk at and calculating those. He took calculated risk. I don't remember him necessarily just going all out doing whatever. But I think they were very much calculated. And so I think that's one of the things that I need to learn and implement more from watching him. Now, check it out. I've talked about some of the things that I've learned. The question is now, what have you learned from your father? Again, really, and I want you to think about it even as I'm talking to you right here on this episode or you get an opportunity to reflect for yourself. What did you learn from your dad? You learned something, whether you wanted to or not, whether it was positive or negative. Now, trust me and trust and believe, even as I was talking about these positive things, there were some negative things as well that I learned from my dad. There were some negatives that I learned. And there was some of those negatives that he did that I didn't want to do. And there were some negatives that he did that, you know, maybe still sticking around with me. What did you learn from yours? Take an opportunity. Take some moments to reflect on it. It doesn't have to be a long time. Maybe write it in a journal. Maybe type it up on your computer or something of that nature. But think about it. If your dad is still with you, talk to him. There's still some learning to be done. There's still some learning to be done. Talk to him. If he's not around, reflect and see what you learn from him. And how can you implement what you've learned 
into your own life and into your own family. Hope this helps. Fathers are such a crucial part of our lives. And with whether they are with you now or they've passed on, whether you learn the positives or the negatives, lessons were learned. And I hope that you get the opportunity to think on those things, see how they re, uh, relate to you and your family. And how can you implement those lessons even better in your own life? Make sure that you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at No Off Season for Dads. That's N-O-S, the number four, Dads. Make sure you listen, enjoy, share, fund, repeat. Take care.